Hey, this is Steve Hudson. I'm one of the pastors at New Vision. My responsibilities here are 50 plus and uh, corrections ministry. Um, and as we commit, continue this uh, study of First, Second, and Third John, uh, we talk about the love is the brand, uh, which is a great thing when we talk about love and what love could be, should be. Uh, but anyway, the verses I'm looking at today are from Second John uh, verses four through thirteen. And let me read those to you. It said, it has, been, it has given me great joy to find some of your children walking in the truth, just as the Father commanded us. And now, dear lady, I am not writing you a new command, but one we have had from the beginning. I ask that we love one another, and this is, and this is love, that we walk in obedience to his commands. As we have heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. I say this because many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh have gone out into the world, and such person is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch out that you do not lose what you have worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. Anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teachings of Christ does not have God. Whoever continues in the teaching as both the Father and the Son, if anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not take them into your house or welcome them. Anyone who welcomes them shares in their wicked work. I have much to write to you, but I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit with you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. The children of your sister, who is chosen by God, sends their greetings. A few things about these verses that we need to look at. John is bragging on them for their children walking in truth. Many of us would agree that we would love for our children to walk in this truth. As we know, at some point, our children have to own their faith. We can do so much when they're younger, but at some point, it has to be theirs. Verse 5 starts with addressing the dear lady. In reading commentaries, some suggest he's referring to the church, while others say a specific lady. The reminder here is to love one another. It's not the first time, but just another reminder. The thing that always stands out to me about verse 6 is we walk in love out of obedience. I always say that I do the things for my wife and children out of love, not because of requirement. I know some of y'all will chuckle at that, but this is the truth. And that's what John is telling those he is writing to, that we must love. So many things require time. Many of us would do better if we had a checklist. It's easier sometimes for us to look at our faith as a, as a, as a do's and don'ts, you know, the checklist. And if you're old and have been around church for a long time like me, we used to have envelopes they mailed to your house had every Sunday's date on them. And what they would do is they had boxes on them. You would check a box that said that you read your Bible daily, that you gave money, and how many contacts you made. You know, as I look back on it now, I think it's kind of funny that we talk about faith, but we were sitting here requiring people to do and asking people to do certain things. But verse 7 through 8 talks about false teachers. Brady discussed that a couple of weeks ago. Study and know what you believe. If you find us out of line, let's talk about it. If we don't, if you don't, if we don't know ourselves, then we are more vulnerable to false teachings. Even John is telling his audience that we are that we that we are here and we have to be aware. The reminder that the devil comes to steal and destroy. The reminder for us all is that we feel the pressure to loot the gospel. The world says it's okay, but our standard is still going to be the Bible. 
many years ago, I talked to a North American missionary, and they were starting to try to start, start churches in New England State. The issue they were having was to rent a local school meant, meant you had to sign a statement. You believe in local politics. That means you're okay with same-sex marriage and all those things. It's easy for us to love people who look like us. They sort of act like us. They vote the way we do. The question for me is how do we love those who don't act like me and they don't vote like me? John is reminding us to stay in the word, know what we believe. Loving people different than us is and can be hard. It doesn't mean we don't try. They tell the story of how we would treat a couple who comes in the church with an alternate lifestyle. It's easy to turn them away and say, you really don't fit in here. That's not what New Vision will do. We want to come along beside them. We want to teach them biblical truths and see if Christ can do a miraculous work in their life just as he has done in ours. One of the young ladies that we have worked with at the workhouse got released a few weeks ago. She's 28. They allowed us to meet with her before she got out. We loved on her, we encouraged her, and we prayed over her. The line that she made to me that night or to us that night that stood out the most was, I don't want to lose what I have received in here. Here's a young lady who has been in jail for two years, came in lost and in trouble, but because of two Bible study leaders and the power of the gospel, she sees life different. She's saved and a child of God. She knew being back outside well, well, all of us will make life harder. There's more distractions and more voices in our ear. That's what John is telling us. We have to and be most we have to and must love one another. We need to stay strong in our faith, be diligent in Bible studies so that we know the world comes and we can fight it off. I grew up in the South, the Bible Belt. Things have changed. We have to work harder. We have to be stronger and more steadfast. We have to continue to love. We have to show love, show others what Christ has done in our lives. I think we took it for granted that it would always be the same. We look at, we don't ask the question. I remember asking, the, we don't ask the question, where do you go to church? The question is, do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Let me leave you with a few questions here at the end of this. And it says, so let's stop and ask ourselves some hard questions. Is my life known for the way I love, for the way of I love? How often am I willing to humiliate, humiliate myself to convey love to those in my home and in my church and to those in my life? Does my presence, my presence unify or divide? Is it consistent? Am I more concerned about being right on all the issues of the day or living the loving way of Jesus? In the end, Really, all we have is the love that we have for our relationship with Jesus Christ, but how we show that love to others we come in contact with. If we don't show it in the workplace, if we don't show it in the restaurants, if we don't show it in the grocery store, if we don't show it at Lowe's and Home Depot, the way we treat people, how would they know there's anything different about us than anybody else in the world? Let me pray. Dear, we thank you for this day. We thank you that you have shown us what love looks like that you have made the ultimate sacrifice for us, that we could have eternal life with you. Lord, I ask you that we would be people that shows love, that we give love, but most of all, that uh, we're example of what you have done in our lives. We ask you to be with us, love us, and give us a great day. Amen.